Well, hello. Welcome back to the Lame Book Club podcast. My name is Melissa. I'm Ellie. And we are back with episode 20. I don't know why that feels like a big milestone to me. Isn't it 21? No, it's 20. Last week was 19. I'm telling huh. you. <laughs> I'm, look, let me look it up right now. I'm telling you it's 20. <laughs> I only ask yeah. because oh you're right. I who am I, I to know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, episode twenty. <laughs> um I, yeah. Part five of Iron Flame. Next week is gonna be our last Iron Flame episode, which I'm gonna say this now. Because I say it, it's probably not gonna happen. But I might you think cry. you're gonna cry? Oh my gosh. I might. You're not gonna cry. I don't know. I cried so hard reading the end of the book, but because I'm like know that I'm mentally like I already know what's happening now and because I know we're gonna talk about it I wouldn't be surprised if I don't but I was sobbing when I was reading it for the first time (laughs) I cried but honestly it felt like more of a like peer pressure to cry I mean I get it I I didn't I mean I everyone told me like oh it's sad you're gonna cry so I kind of expected it but I did not I think because what happens wasn't this quote unquote sad that I was mm-hmm. expecting, it caught me off guard and I I really cried. <laughs> I yeah. cried way harder than I would have. I think yeah. all, like genuinely, I think I cried harder than any point during the act. I cried a couple times reading Akatar, and I'm pretty sure you I cried, cried harder. harder at that mm-hmm. than any point in Akatar. Absolutely sure not, did. dude. I lost my mind when Rhysand died for the like one whole page I knew he would live I knew he would live because I I had spoiled it for myself on accident but it's just this like self-sacrificial how he died I lost my mind I cried for probably 45 minutes like hard bawling Mm -hmm. and there was no saving me no that I didn't even cry a little bit I'm like there I I knew I was like there's absolutely no way he's dying so I wasn't even a little bit sad and like you said he was dead for like a page and a half so couldn't be me maybe he had stayed dead longer I would have been like oh my gosh this is real and maybe I would have been more sad but that didn't even phase me I'm sure (laughs) no 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 I mean I was bummed okay you're right we're not gonna talk about that book anymore um (laughs) how was your week Ellie (laughs) It's good. Um, I was telling you earlier, I went to Costco. It was my first official Costco trip as a member um, mm. in my adult years. Congratulations. Like welcome card. to the club. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. I quickly realized I really don't need to be shopping at Costco. No, I have nothing I need in bulk like that. Like I was just looking for, I think it was cream cheese and they were selling it by the massive two gallon tub. The gallon. And I'm like, yeah. I don't need this. So I got 24 bagels. And I've they're gonna go bad before of, you can eat them all. I put I put twelve of them in the freezer. Okay, so that's good. And we're two in already at this rate. We're flying. We're gonna. There's be no stopping you at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> but I got really into Nova Lox, which is mm, salmon yeah. smoked salmon on bagels. So I wanted to make them at home, and that's what I did. That was my whole week, my entire week. Nova Lox bagels. Just making. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember. We, Ellie and I went to GCU for college and there was an Einstein bagel on campus. And that was the first time I had ever heard of a lox bagel. I love Einsteins. They scared me. They still scare me. I'm not gonna lie. I like salmon, but 
the idea of that bagel makes me really nervous. I don't oh, why? know why. Why? I don't know. It's, did Fish? you try it? No, because it scared me. Also, <sighs> they put capers on there, and I don't like capers. They're too salty. I hear that from a lot of people. Um, it doesn't phase me. I love I love everything on that bagel. Maybe not the tomato, but I love everything on that bagel. I'll eat the tomato. tomato. I won't complain. At home? No. Did you put tomato? I, I don't even put capers on it at home. It's just, just cream, cream cheese, cheese bagel. Cream cheese bagel. Cream cheese salmon bagel, yes. <laughs> I just put my cream cheese on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something yeah. about that bagel that makes me nervous. And I think it's the fact that it's a fish. But it, yeah. again, it's so like random because I eat salmon. Like, I'm not, I eat fish. But do you eat it's smoked that- salmon? Probably. I don't know. You would know. Ordered- what are you saying no, probably I order- for? <laughs> I only order it. I don't remember what I order. It's, it doesn't, I don't it's ever not make like it at home. Cooked, it's not the cooked consistency. It's like the, it almost is like raw. Well, I like nigiri, which is just raw salmon. Yeah. It's so. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. I Anyways, I just realized that. Um, I don't know what to tell you. The bagel is not. The thing I did this week, actually, I we finished our <laughs> library. I forgot that yes. small detail. <laughs> we're posting I, as of well, it'll already be out when this recording comes out. But the day that we're doing this recording is when we're posting our final or our <laughs> me it's our ours. final post. <laughs> Your the final, uh, final part four. Yeah. yeah, it looks so good. Mm. Thank you. It was I a like labor it. of love. The video it makes was. it seem so quick and easy. It was not. It. No, no, was no. Horrible. You've been working on this for a while. <laughs> yeah, but it's done. And uh, man, I moved. My seasons changed so quickly. I moved right on to the bagels and forgot all about the library. So, <laughs> what'd you do this week? <laughs> I had a crazy week. I don't even remember honestly what happened exactly. Daycare was closed this week, so I had my toddler home with me and the baby while I was working Ooh. for three out of the four days. Um, so that was That's fun. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't, it's not that bad. It just is like the days all blur together because I didn't go anywhere. I just stayed home and I was working, mm-hmm. but I had both of them with me and it was just long days. Um, my mother-in-law helped me one day by taking the toddler and then my mom helped me the other one, one day too. We just went mm-hmm. over to her house, so I got to, like, leave, which was nice, but... Yeah. Yeah, it was just a long week of really not going anywhere. <laughs> nice. So. Love those weeks, though. The older you yeah. get, I feel like, like, younger me, the more I go out, the more proud I was to say what I did this week. Now, the more I stay in, the more proud I am of myself to be like, I just stayed in all week, and it was fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was nice, except I, because of... I mean, I literally just had zero time to read this week, which made me sad. I started mm-hmm. Ruthless Vows because it came out mm-hmm. uh, the day after Christmas. And I started reading it. So it came out on the 26th. I started reading it on the 27th. As of today, it's January 5th or 6th. And I'm still only eight chapters in. And I am Some books a fast like reader. That, you know? no, 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 no. It's not because I'm not interested in it. It's just because this holiday season it's just has busy. been insane. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I recently saw, you know, how they're doing the trend of, we're sisters. You'll take all oh, my clothes. Yeah. And so yeah. people were like, oh, we're readers. Some books I'll read within a fortnight and the others will take me <laughs> four to five years. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, you never know. I saw one. 
that made me laugh. It was like, we're romanticy readers. We tolerate much more in books than we do in real life or something. And I just resonated so with true. that so, so much. True. <laughs> I We talked about it in our last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. You want a little fun question? Yeah, go for it. If you were in a room with every fictional character, romanticy character you've ever read about, who are you beelining for? Reese. No, mine's Reese. Oh, Cassian. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, right. I lo- it's not Zayden. If that, let me it's just not have Zayden it. for me either. Zayden is I like him. top tier, top tier, but not. It's not for me. I, when I first started reading this series, I was like, oh, Zayden wins. Zayden beats everyone. But the, now that I've had time to process it and like mm-hmm. even just talking about it, like on here, I'm realizing that he's he's top five but it's not he's not one anymore you know what i don't get the girls that say lucian i don't why i'm sorry i feel like that's such a force like i don't know no i don't want to sound mean but well it just feels like you're trying too hard to be different that's what it is yeah like it's like we all know that's not really the answer just be real with yourself be real with yourself be real with us we know that's not you're allowed to like who everyone else likes like it's okay it's okay i don't know i don't yeah i don't want to be mean either but that is kind of the vibe that's it's that's what it it gives it like that's not real be be honest self-reflect answer (laughs) yeah no, I agree. Oh, I did. Um, I started drinking coffee this week because oh, of nice. my crazy week. So that's fun. Sorry. Welcome Going back, club. I just remembered because I was drinking it. Um, I actually remember this about you. Melissa didn't ever drink coffee. And then one day we were hanging out in college and she goes, I'm trying coffee now. And I said, oh, like, what's your favorite drink? You know, you know, as you do when people, when girls try or people just start to drink coffee, you might try a vanilla latte, a pumpkin spice, something, you know, that the general public likes. Black coffee. I'm just drinking black coffee. Well, no wonder you're not going to like it. What the heck? Okay. I'm going to call myself out here, though, too. That was definitely a trying to be different thing. I knew it. I wasn't going to oh, say absolutely. it to you in the no. moment, but I knew it. <laughs> it absolutely was. I was just like, oh, if I'm going to drink coffee, I'm going to drink coffee. I'm not going to drink a Frappuccino or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's one of those, it didn't like, work because it sucks. Girls. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that we just talked about it, and yet we are that. And that is the moral <laughs> exactly. of the story, everyone. <laughs> and Have that's a great why week. you can't really judge anyone, <laughs> but you can also judge everyone. Exactly. <laughs> but, but at the I same am time, them, and they are me. <laughs> <laughs> so I can judge myself, and they are me by extension. <laughs> and if I you learn nothing else, sometimes. know that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hate okay. that this is what I've become. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Oh Thank you for being here. Don't forget to like, uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram if you don't already. We post some funny things, too. I Honestly, yeah. making reels has become one of my favorite things to do. And now that we've been doing it for a little bit, I see the world in reels. I'm not kidding. I will be watching something on TV, and I'm like, oh, that would be a funny reel. And, like, pause it, look it up on YouTube, or, like, try and film it if I can't find it anywhere. And I just have, I love that. I have an album on my phone of just things that I'm like, this could turn into something. Except yeah, the Melissa's problem is I forget. monster. I forget about most of them. That's the problem. Got a job. I have, I have a notes. I have a notes of, like, real ideas, except mine's, like, that. blank 100% of the time. 
So <laughs> I well, and I'll also like message you or something and be like, we should do this. But because it's not in like my normal spot, I'll be like, I have an idea. And then it just stays there and never goes anywhere. But that's a personal problem. Hey, if I'm making a New Year's resolution, there's my there's my resolution to be better. Just to be better. Just be better All around. in general. Be better. <laughs> but That's it, so fair. Um, it means a lot. If you haven't already left us a review, go ahead and do that. We like reading them. Um, and we'll read them on here. It's fun. Um, yeah. Well, with that being said, today's episode is chapters 41 through 50. So, Ellie... Are you yes. ready? Oh. I'm so ready. <laughs> what? Sorry, you're saying yes to me saying your name. I thought you were just like really jumping the gun and saying, I'm so ready. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but you weren't. All right, jumping in, chapter 41. Um, so where we left off last episode was them showing up in Caldir with uh well, they Mira, Violet, and Brennan thought they were being sneaky mm-hmm. and just showing up, and then Zayn was already there. Um, so they're shocked at this point, the revelation of the fact that he's there. Honestly, again, I said this last episode, I'm just, I still enjoyed the book so much, but now that I'm thinking about it, I want to call out things that in my head don't make sense. Mm -hmm. The fact that he was able to beat them there, I get it. He was not in Eurasia. He was doing flight stuff or whatever, but the excuse that's given in the book is that Sigail could feel Tarn leaving mm-hmm. but like Taryn didn't actually tell them what was happening I know Zayden's not stupid like he can probably put two and two together that if they're leaving he knows like Violet he knows that she's probably gonna want to like do something but I don't know it felt weak <laughs> to me <laughs> um like a weak excuse I don't know it would have made way more sense to me if he was like if she wrote it that like, oh, well, I was coming here to do my own secret negotiations or something like mm-hmm. genuinely that would have been like, awesome. Wow. What coincidence? What you know, like, I just, I go so back and forth on the writing. Like I, I like the general story, but there are, there. it's exactly that. There are a lot of like, how would that have happened? That's way too coincidental. But then also I have to check myself and think exactly how else. Like, what am I really expecting? I don't know. It's it's a lot of back and forth between was this well-written or am I just going along too much? I don't know. 100%. And I say this knowing full well that I could never write something even 100%. remotely as good. So yeah. who am I to be judging this? I just, that's just my personality well, is just to play devil's advocate. Here's my devil's advocate portion to that sentence. In, in ideographic design, in the design world, a lot of the times I'll design something and I can go ask another designer, hey, what do you think about this? And they can give me the technical, I don't, you know, you should change whatever, yeah. whatever. But the general audience, they're not designers. It's just the public. It's just whoever. That's, That's who's absorbing. So you do kind of have us as the regulars do have a right and opinion on was this well written in my view because this i'm the i'm the audience that you're yeah. doing it for. it was written for so. us that's true yeah mm. true. just look at us lame thoughts literary analysis <laughs> with melissa and ellie i also okay i i know if you don't actually watch because we do a video recording as mm-hmm. well if you don't actually watch that and like see the trailer you can hear the music if you're just listening on spotify or apple podcast or whatever but 
<laughs> I realized not too long ago that we never fully explained the name of our podcast. It does mm. in the title sequence, like our opener. No better time than episode 20. Am 20, I right? Exactly. <laughs> um, we're not making fun of book clubs. We love book clubs. The lame book club stands for literary analysis with Melissa and Ellie. <laughs> Yeah, we're calling ourselves lame because we don't know nothing about nothing. We're just chumps. We're just talking. <laughs> we're just chumps. We're actually, though, not really calling anything lame. It just worked with our names and the, yeah. what we're doing. But I realize now, I, I realized not too long ago, I'm like, oh my gosh, we didn't actually ever like verbally clarify. I just don't want anyone to ever think we're making fun of it because that's not the point. <laughs> I'll put a PSA out there. Although I hope no one thinks that we got called out and that's why we're saying that's it. That's true. Because we didn't. We're preemptively saying we we're love preemptively book clubs. on episode 20 saying <laughs> that we didn't do that. <laughs> this wasn't our fault. All right. Um, all so right. back to 41. <laughs> Sorry, back to Um, I also, okay, I, I do, uh, I don't want to keep talking about things I don't like, but I did not, as the Grinch would say, Hate, 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 double hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> loathe entirely. Um, the first interaction between Violet and Zayden when they get there, how mm-hmm. Zayden, I mean, I didn't love the way Zayden was talking to her, but I mostly didn't like Violet's reaction to it. He said, you're not where I left you. And she's like, are you saying I'm a pet or something? I'm like, don't get me wrong. He didn't communicate very well. But to be fair, you are in the wrong in this situation Zayden only for this like her safety just said I mean he didn't really ask her not to he straight up told her not to which is a little unfair but he knows more about the Viscount he knows more about poor Emil he knows more about everything that's happening in this situation than Violet does so the weight of his no it's not safe feels heavier to me than Violet's desire to just help Respectfully, 100% disagree. I think... What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why we do this. Well, no, this is fun. I'm glad. I like to hear your I think Violet is in the right. Um, He's so overbearing in these chapters that it actually got annoying to me. He is pretty overbearing. Number one, if you're not going to... I actually have a talking point at some point about that. (laughs) Okay. Number one, if you're not going to tell her why she can't go, just don't go. Don't go. Um, I'm going to make my own decision then, because all I think is like already he's displayed, you know, I want to protect you at all costs. I want to protect you from everything. I want to protect you from yourself. Okay. So if you're going to do that, then I'm going to make my own decisions and your boat holds a little less weight because you're just kind of mama bearing me. So I'm going to go. And I, and like for Violet, she knows that the luminary makes the big difference. So, and it's all up to her. Why wouldn't you? And she brought... Mira and Brennan. So mm-hmm. to me, I when I it's uh, not like she went by herself. You're right. When I accidentally wrote the summary for this because I didn't realize Melissa had already done it. Whoops! I wrote that this really pulled a lot of Edward Cullen for me. I don't know why Ooh. my mind jumped there, but it's just the overbearing, overprotective. Just trust me. I'm just gonna just don't do this. Hmm. I guess I get that. See, I think we're both right. Here's what I think: in a perfect world, what should have happened is. Zayden aired his grievances as he did. Mm-hmm. Violet counters with her opinion as she did. Mm-hmm. And then they go together. That's really what should have happened. Yeah. But didn't. And I just don't. Here's what I didn't like is I didn't like that Violet was putting words in his mouth. All he said was, you're not where I left you. 
Yeah. Is that the best thing to say? No. But to just jump to like saying, oh, so you're saying, what am I, a pet? Like, mm-hmm. that's, no. I, Ellie, you're not where I left you. Is that, am I calling you a pet? No. No, but immediately when you place. said that, I was like, well, you don't own me. So <laughs> <laughs> I see I guess, it both ways. <laughs> I, okay, and that's what I'm saying. I, I see where, I see it too. I just yeah. don't like that she, it was at like, a level five and I feel like she brought it to a nine and yeah I have more to say on that throughout the rest of this interaction but it just I don't know I I just loved so much their communication was so great in fourth wing and I just feel like in this book it's been not as great and that was one of the reasons I loved fourth wing so much so that's why I'm getting it makes me more irritated than I think it would have if their communication sucked in the first book too yeah so that's fair that's that um also it seemed really out of character for me like Zayden makes comments like oh you should see their butterfly garden or oh yeah like (sighs) wait till you see the room or whatever and for her like Violet is a smart girl she is not stupid she knows that Zayden and Kat used to be a thing she knows that Kat's a flyer I I understand she didn't assume that she's the niece of the Viscount but he she knows and she knows like Zayden's been giving them weapons. She knows that Zayden has a close relationship mm-hmm. t- to some extent, at, at the very least with the Viscount. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been, she knows that he had some kind of weird deal with him. She didn't know what it was, but she, she knows that like, I, it would not be weird at this point based on everything she knows for him to have been there a handful of times. So the fact that she doesn't put two and two together of that cat is the reason he would have been there or at least part of it to I me mean, she was does so within- dumb. Within a few pages, she does. But only because someone says, go get, she walks up and says, hi, uncle. And then she's like, oh, it's not because she figures it out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just was like, she's smart. She figured all this stuff out on her own. But you're looking at this from the perspective of we're like psycho girls. Because if I found out like my husband dated someone he never told me about or something, I I would know her social security number (laughs) by lunch. So for us, like, that's crazy that you didn't put those things together. I would Ellie, have. you're so right. You're so right. Violet is not that girl. She is so much no. more trusting than She's I could ever stable. be. She's so much more stable. <laughs> wow. You really, I, you, you win. Not that we were even arguing, but you win. You're so right. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Um, all right. So then they're going back and forth about her decision to come without him. And like we're talking about, I don't know. I just, at this point when they're going back and forth, I keep flip-flopping on who I think is right. Like at one point Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you, you know what? Actually, Violet, you're making some good points. And then she'll say something. Never mind. Unhinged. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Zayden, you're back. Like, (laughs) I just felt like I kept flip-flopping the entire page and a half of their conversation, like mental conversation to each other. But I think that's Um, good because then it causes you to not side with one character and see the other one in bad light. Like, you're like, yeah, we're pretty evenly wrong and right here. That's true. Well, and so this, I'm not too long ago mentioned, I have a talking point about this. This is where I mm-hmm. wanted to bring it up. Okay. I think I started to get irritated more with Re- or with Reese, with Zayden in this conversation because part of the reason why we liked him so much in the beginning was that he was not Dane. He wasn't too controlling. He wasn't too overbearing. He wasn't holding her back or telling her she can't do this. Mm-hmm. He was all about 
granted, I, he wasn't, he even says this in this conversation. He's like, I wasn't in love with you then. I get, yeah. I get the protective love that yeah. like, he feels, but I, part of the reason I think everyone loved him so much is because he reminds us of Reese in that sense that he always yeah. gave her the choice mm-hmm. and he is no longer doing that. And I think this conversation made me realize that. And then I was like, are a team Violet again? <laughs> like I said, kept flip-flopping, but at the end of it, I decided I was team Violet. Yeah. Um, because I love that, that she really dis- was disappointed. Yeah. I love that she calls that- him out and she was like, you know who you're acting like? Dane. Dane. And then yep. slams the door in his face. And I felt like he, he needed that. He did need that. I feel like it was a swift kick in the arse for him. Mm-hmm. He really <laughs> brought him back down. It humbled him a little <laughs> because he hates Dane. Yeah, so, which is good. And then he he apologized like immediately after. Well, with when he saw her next, he apologized for being overbearing. So that was a nice resolve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then while she's talking to Zara, the girl getting helping her get ready, they it comes up that they up until like a couple years prior to this, they were trading with the Isles. But then mm-hmm. that's kind of just all that is mentioned. And this is not some like big revelation i feel like it's fairly obvious but i am like nine million percent sure that the aisles are going to come in at some point in the rest of the three books and mm-hmm. i'm based on just a little bit that we get in this portion of iron flame i am so excited to see how that ties in really? because yeah well all the stuff that the viscount has that he's traded with the aisles for like that the mm-hmm. the beautiful silk all of the like cool i just like lots of colors i don't think i realized how drab navarre seems until they start talking, yeah. Me, until they start talking about how cool, yeah, uh, Corden is and all the stuff that the Viscount has and like just how ornate everything is, I didn't even realize that we were missing that. So mm-hmm. to have all of that now like tied in more, and I have zero theories on how they're gonna get pulled in. I'm sh- maybe as I'm talking out loud, maybe it has something to do with the Venom, and they know more than anyone realizes and maybe I don't know but I'm just excited for that to tie in with the story because I think it's just going to make it very different than how it's been and I think it's just going to have if she writes it well which I have all the faith that she will it's going to be a cool twist in kind of like the way things are done and how they bring that back to the continent and like inner there's gonna be new characters and I don't know all that yeah yep um Fun fact also, I'm just going to a little sidebar here. We are officially doing Throne of Glass next. Woohoo. Oh, yes. A lot of this reminds me of Throne of Glass, which I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying one thing or another, but. There's no original ideas anymore. Honestly, everything gets recycled. It's so similar. And it, I wrote it down. So when we go over it in Throne of Glass, because it's, I mean, you got to, it's like the eighth, no, the seventh book out of eight. So we'll, it'll take some time, but next, maybe yeah. next year when we get there, I'll bring this back up. <laughs> next year, or it's 2024. We'll do it this year. <laughs> we can help. It's a lot yeah, of books. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. I don't know. I just think if, if the exact storyline is copied, that's a little bit different, but like. Right. You, there's no I know that there's not original. Anymore. I know that, but w- when we get to it, you'll see it. And yeah. I wonder if you'll think the same thing. You know what, though? Since we're already talking about this, I think mm-hmm. that might be one of the reasons why I liked Divine Rivals so much. 
Because it's so different than all these stories. Yeah. It is as original as any other. It's uh, because, I mean, not that I'm over here liking like the raunchiest stuff ever, but it's very young adult. Like, Uh so I'm surprised I liked it as much as I did. Mm -hmm. And I. I don't know. I just think it's because, like, it feels like historical fiction, yeah. but also fantasy at the same time. I don't know. She did a Rebecca Ross. I think she goes by Becca because that's her Instagram name. I don't know. But she did such a great job at infusing the genres together. It felt like a new genre almost to me. Uh, yeah. So I that I think now that we're talking about it, I'm really because I'm, I'm, every time I talk about the book, I'm like, I can't really explain why I like it so much. It just is so cool. I think that's why now that mm-hmm. I'm realizing. Because it's a whole new whole new side of fantasy yeah yeah it is but anyways um i think this rebecca (laughs) rebecca yaros did a really 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 good job starting at this point of replacing varish with someone else that we can hate equally as much but for different reasons because they fight over a boy which is like so dumb in the grand scheme of things but it is just another relatable you forgot Dang. to mention we're talking about cat. Oh, you're right. So sorry. I feel like <laughs> everyone kind of realized where I was going with this one. Though. Yeah, yeah, I did. But with freaking Catriona, like mm-hmm. their whole thing is over a boy, which in the grand scheme of things, especially with what's happening in this storyline, it is so minuscule. So doesn't matter. Well, but it does. It, but it, it does. Because but it does. <laughs> he's like but it, the heir to... Arisha basically so she wants to she wants the crown well first off we don't know that yet at this point we think she just is in love with him second of all I think we could figure it out I figured it out by this I, chapter I didn't I genuinely thought she was in love with him that's the so, psychopath in me I immediately <laughs> was like the niece of the Viscount makes sense I get it <laughs> I just assumed she thought that she was a more suit like I, I guess this comes from, like, all, like, the Princess Diaries stuff that I watched and read growing up. She just uh-huh. figured she was a better fit, like, status-wise than Violet. Because mm-hmm. Violet is just the daughter of the general. Yeah. But she is, like, I mean, I guess, in reality, it's not really. Her uncle is second in line for the throne. So she's actually fairly far removed still. But I just figured I just assumed it was, like, a status thing and that she genuinely. No. Mm-hmm. Not me. Didn't, didn't even think about it. When that got brought up, I was like, wow, didn't even realize. <laughs> I, yeah, mind blown. I just was so... Fo- I, but again, I think it's because Rebecca Yaros, for me at least, did such a good job at making me focus on like such the like a petty yeah. like thing to be upset about. Mm-hmm. But it's also so... I mean, oh my gosh, growing up, if you liked a boy and another girl liked that same boy, that might as well... That was my World War II. Like yeah. that was for me, maybe that was a bad comparison, but for me, that Once was like again, the biggest thing up ever. World War II. <laughs> I'm not going into that on the internet, <laughs> but it was, I don't know. It was just like, it couldn't have been a bigger deal for me. Like that was, yeah, no, a hundred percent agree. Of, yeah. And I, it just is so, again, it's just so relatable. I thought it was so fun, but also not fun at the same time because you hate it. Yeah. Just how that you just get so focused on such a petty I love when books thing. pull jealousy out of me. I've said it yes. before multiple times, but this is what happened again. And so it was good. Yeah. Read. I enjoyed this. Agreed. Um, And then the fact that the Viscount 
wanted Violet to blow up Zayden's father's like priceless chest and Violet just like didn't even hesitate be like sure I'll do it after Zayden's like we're gonna leave and I, mm-hmm. I get it he wasn't saying we're gonna leave because he didn't want the chest to be blown up but to me like just no hesitation without pause without being like even like an internal thought of being like wow I can't believe I ha- this is what I have to do but I have to do it like mm-hmm. I was kind of like I wish we had that I wish that we had at least one line of her internal thought process being like, I wish it could have been anything else, but I'll do it for the luminary. I'll do it to save everyone. I was actually glad we skipped past that because I was like, I don't need to hear how this is sad and sentimental. It would make sense to the story, personally. I did think it was funny that we skipped past it. I I was surprised. That's what I was saying. If we, we spent enough time establishing how priceless this is and how it was his dad's most treasured thing Mm -hmm. and how... He gave it, I mean, I, I think it was supposed to, more than anything, I think it was supposed to symbolize how important everyone af- outside of Zayden felt like the initial agreement was of Zayden and Kat being mm-hmm. together and like the, um, what he broke off. I get that, but that, that Violet's personality is that she's just so selfless. She cares so much about other people more so than herself. So the, the fact that she wasn't, it, we didn't even get a line. We've already established, we spent time establishing how priceless this thing was. So I just think one line of her being like, man, I wish it could have been anything else, but I'll do it to save everyone. Mm-hmm. That for me, I would have been satisfied. I was like, it is what it is. It just yeah. felt a little out of character for her to be like, I'll do it without even yeah, yeah, yeah. acknowledging mm-hmm. that it would suck mm-hmm. to do it. Yep. But that's just me. Um, I also don't, I didn't personally love the fight with the venom. Um, I thought it was a cool twist. No, 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 I can't believe you wrote that. I loved it. No, no, no. I thought the concept of it was really cool. I did not see that coming. I really didn't yeah. expect the venom to jump out of the chest. But I thought the actual fight, <clears throat> the actual fight was really anticlimactic. Like it was, we don't have any weapons. Oh my gosh, you gave him a weapon and Mira can't use her shields this far out and now Brennan's here and we're all going to die and then all of a sudden Violet killed him. Like it was like... it. Well, no. Number that's one. That's it felt. Venom pops out. Let me paint the scene better for you. I imagine remember. You I just read, read it. it. No, imagine I did read it. But imagine. Okay. <laughs> Venom pops out. Horror. Scared. Mira, get out of here. No, I'm not going to leave you, Violet. Mira throws a knife at him catches it now it's, no it stabs him a, but he just has it <laughs> now he has the weapon great violet says that didn't help <laughs> then zayden makes to come down to the field violet no <laughs> stay there we need the luminary eyes on the prize amazing <laughs> then brennan comes down we can use him that's good venon goes to the ground to suck all the power you know that they're gonna die they can't outrun that mira shield us no i can't not without the wards. Mira, do it or we're dead. Shields. Which I all side note, I think that's going to come back into play a lot more now oh, that we 100%. know Mira can shield without wards. Such a badass moment. I loved it. Then, totally. Taryn, how far out are you? Timing is so important. Picks Violet, <laughs> well, Mira and Brennan run away. Picks Violet up. Violet shocks the ground that's wet, leaving the venom fried. You're telling me you didn't love that? I loved it so much more how you just explained it than That's the way it was written in the you book. Gotta in, you got to be in the right mindset. You got to be in here, baby. You got to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, electrocution at the end to me, I was like, 
okay. I mean, it was it was different. I'm glad he didn't just get struck with the lightning, I guess. But Yeah, I'm I was glad it wasn't a moment of, oh, I can all of a sudden aim and I'm so much better when which, my when my family's in need, I can do it. I'm true. glad that that was consistent. She's just so smart that she knows how to work her inconsistencies to her favor. Exactly. And see, this is why I'm like, Violet is so smart. So the fact that she didn't just assume he knew this palace because of cat mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. But I'm gonna stop talking about that. Um <laughs> I agree though. I except she did strike the chest first, first try without yeah. realize, like without even attempting to aim. But whatever. To me, that was. Just, I didn't realize I, she did. I thought she missed a few times. No, she hit it first try. She told Mira, she's like, "We're gonna be here for a while," and then Mira's like, "It doesn't look like they're going anywhere." And then the venom popped out, like, mm. and they were like, "Oh, we're starting!" Like, I didn't, gotcha, gotcha. Except they didn't expect that. But that that's just like how it initially. Um, started out okay so uh the venon says you'll be quite the prize and to think you'll bring a dragon with you you can't be parted for long can you so we know that the venon's ideal goal was not to necessarily kill violet but to turn her um and i think we kind of get that idea from the sage that visits her in her dreams too is that they want her to be part of them but the fact that he said you would bring a dragon with you do we think that because the rider and dragon are bonded the dragon Either one has to fight for the venom now because they can't turn against their rider, or two also turns venom because of the bond. Well, wouldn't it be wyvern? I don't think. No, they couldn't turn into a wyvern, or just I mean, dark. Isn't a venom like isn't a wyvern like the venom of the dragons? I mean, I, I to be fair, they're not dragons that turned into them. I get it; they're just created. But no, I don't wyvern know. Would have, it still be considered a wyvern? I believe it. Wyvern have two legs. Wyvern yeah. are smaller and than dragons. They're different creatures. They are different, but anyway. No, like they're different know. species. That's an interesting point, though. Yes, I understand. <laughs> I oh. get what you're no, saying. No, like they're animals different. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're animals different. That's a good they're I like that explanation. <laughs> I like that one. I That's why I'm just going to start saying that, that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone just says something and I'm like, it's, I'm not even going to be talking about animals. I'm just gonna be like, no, they're animals different. And then walk away. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. No. Um, That's an interesting point. I didn't, I think I didn't even think about that either time I read this. I just kind of yeah. was like, yeah, Taryn, they're bonded. She'd bring a dragon. <laughs> but something to think about. That's true. Probably. Ooh, goo, that makes me nervous, though. It won't oh, yeah. be. Well, 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 well. Oh. Okay, if you haven't already read the end of this book, skip ahead. Skip forward 30 seconds. No, 60 seconds. I don't know how long I'm going to talk about this. Just skip a little bit. But I, I gave you a warning. If you didn't skip, this is on you. I wonder, now that we know that Zayden is a venom at the end of this. Sigail said, Sigail I chose see- you. And yeah, she was Sigil like didn't... distraught. But she didn't seem different. She, they didn't, didn't talk about her after that. Well, so, but she just like, I mean, left. Well, but I just thought maybe that would I I kind of honestly thought that the bond would maybe break between the two of them once that happened. Mm-mm. I I think we but I guess you're, I mean, if it doesn't, then I'm nervous for Sigail now. And now I'm, and then now I'm sad for Taryn. Yeah, because exactly. Because that's his mate. Exactly. Oh, what's that going to do to Taryn? Oh, it's well, Taryn's exactly. going to be even more, Taryn's going to be even more in like grumpy in the next books. If their mate bond 
breaks. Yeah. yeah but like, yeah. wouldn't that kill them? Um, there's speculation that all of them could be subject to turning venom and they need to find a cure before all four of them are toast oh, or that only Zayden's affected and Sigail has to go along or that Sigail and Zayden are affected and Taryn and Violet have to find a cure. There's a lot of speculation around all of that, but I think it affects definitely Ryder and Dragon in my opinion. So we'll see. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's bring Sad. it back. Oh, yeah. All right. I didn't even think about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like how Zayden almost killed Takaris, though, for putting Violet in that situation. How immediately yeah. he was just like, shadows, choke, levitate. <laughs> when I first read that, I thought that he was choking him by his, like, with one arm, holding him up by his hand. Oh, and I man, was like, cool as if. Then it said <laughs> the <cool>. shadows. <laughs> you know what? who could do that, though? Henry Cavill. I was like, I started Mr. watching Incredibles <laughs> and Mr. Robert Incredible. Parr. There's like two people on this earth, Robert Parr and Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just started watching The Witcher. I've been putting it off for so long because I've heard it. Wa- Zeke, my husband said it wasn't that great, but I didn't like he's it very also, much. Oh, how could you and they not? watched like three episodes and then I tapered out because I didn't think it was too fascinating. It's the first season's really confusing because it jumps time without telling mm-hmm. you it's jumping time. But once you realize that that's what's happening, it's a lot easier to follow. And then everything comes together at the end of season one. So in season two, it's all the same time frame. But anyways, I'm glad you're watching um, that though because his character in The Witcher oh is exactly like a character in Throne of Glass, and you have the perfect imagery. Well, it doesn't even matter. Throne, forget Throne of Glass. He is every book boyfriend ever in this yes. show. He's yes. the definition of. And he growled. He's mm-hmm. He just kind of talks like this. Except it sounds less like Batman and more just pure <laughs> lust. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't. We love Henry I can't. Mm-hmm. And his, the way that they sh- have his eyes, it may, uh, I, you haven't read this, but um, the From Blood and Ash series, mm-hmm. that's exactly how they explain the main male hot dang i wonder if he wakes up but and i had just a hard knows, time picturing it i'm every book boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> that would be he has to and you know what I, as i'm watching the show though and seeing just how ugh, he is even in his 40s i mm-hmm. i take back what i said earlier about him being too old to play any book boyfriend in any tv series mm-hmm. i don't care he yeah he can do it he doesn't look like he's in his 40s. He looks like he's in his 30s. And yeah. even though Reese is 500, he gives off the appearance of someone in his late 20s. I'd believe it. I'd believe Henry was in his late 20s if he was playing him. So I take back what I said episodes ago about him being too old. I stand corrected. He'll, he doesn't age. He ages like a fine wine. He just keeps getting better. <laughs> I, the only reason I'm still watching the okay, show okay, is okay. for him. <laughs> And now I, love it. I will get off my soapbox, but I just liked it. I like he, mm-hmm. he, his character totally could have done that. Grab someone by the throat and just like lift him up. I'm pretty sure he does at some point. I can't even remember, but, um, then the Viscount <laughs> offers Violet and her loved ones, her, their own aisle. Mm-hmm. If she spends a few years with him looking out for the riderless wyvern that they've been seeing flying over a cordon. Yeah. And Violet says it's the coward's way out. But if you were in her situation, Ellie, would you have taken it? 
Um, Think about it. You get your own little island for you and all your loved ones. It's peace. That's what she mostly wants is peace. It's a peaceful life existence. You're as far as you know, you're out of harm's way from the venom and wyvern and everything. You just get to live your life with your <clears> favorite <throat> people. No, <laughs> I don't think I'd live okay. with myself after that. I know that sounds like the right answer and the honorable noble one, but it actually is probably the one I would take. So no, I don't think I would. I would stay and fight and be better than that. At the end of the day, I think that's probably what I would do too. I don't know how hard you just tried to sell me on that. Is it (laughs) the longer I think about it? I don't know. It would just take, it would be a really, really hard. No for me. It would be a real, and I know it's hard for Violet to say it too, but Mm -hmm. it would be much more difficult for, I would take a lot longer to come to that answer than she did. And then you did. Um, (laughs) just because I think I couldn't live with myself for a while, but after a few years of just relaxing on a beach, sipping Mai Tais with my honey, I think I'd forget pretty easily. <laughs> so just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a good person. I'm not as good of a person as Violet is. Okay. Are um, we on chapter 43 now? No, but I didn't see his next offer, though, uh, coming oh. of them taking all the flyers with them since it's no. they're not safe anymore. The wyvern, they've infiltrated their schooling a school whatever i kind of figured they needed cat to stay in the picture to really play the antagonist but i didn't think that they would do it like this and it made me mad no and which i think is what she wanted yeah because i don't like her i don't want them to be around and they're oh to me to me in this book i am a writer and they're so much lesser than so i was annoyed (laughs) that they had to be around me at all i guess that's true you do kind of have the perspective of a writer yeah but I don't know. It didn't make me mad, but I was like, oh, this is a actually I liked to me. I'm like, this is good writing. This is a good way to keep her in the story. There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm like, ooh, I didn't see it come. Anything I don't see coming. I'm like, wow. Most of the time, I guess there are times where I don't see things coming and I hate it. (laughs) But um, now we're in chapter 43. But one thing that I just bothered me about how chapter 42 ended is Mira says, there's no way to fly them into Tyrandor. Mm-hmm. Mean like the flyers and the griffins. But then Zayden just says there is, but no one, but there's no guarantee they'll survive it. And then like the, there's like a few more things said and then the chapter ends and then for chapter 43 opens. They've been in Erasure for three days with everyone. I'm like, uh, you know what? You can't just I say there be like super weird about it and be like, there is one, but they're not going to like it. And then like, you not explain how that is like that i just honestly cut that out just be like all right take them back right maybe she i mean they can they can make it to i don't think she forgot they they, i forget things i get it their whole thing is the altitude like erasure is a higher altitude griffins can't do well but or they don't do as well but they can fly to the border of navarre because and arisha is i looked at a map and i will bring this back up in a second but arisha it looks like it's near pretty much right on the border of where poor emil is with navarre so again i get it if altitude's the only issue but like it's not like it's it doesn't seem like it's that far of a fly and a flight and they we know they can make it to the border what, i don't know what i actually thought was happening when i first read it and was that 
when he said that he was referring to that hike because griffins can't fly up to Arisha or whatever. They have to hike that little narrow path. And that was, that was the big thing. Like, Oh, they won't survive it. But I guess if they've no. been in Arisha for a few days, no, then so, I mean, that's what they're doing next. So what they do after they've been there, Brennan comes up with this whole plan of, because he's like, the writers won't respect the flyers until they do the parapet. Cause that's what mm-hmm. all writers have to do in order to become cadets. But he sets it up differently so that they're the flyers aren't just, that's why they do the hike. But then it's also, they're risking their Griffin's lives because writers know like they would never do anything to risk their dragon's lives. So it's supposed to help them respect them more or something. Yeah. To me, that felt like a stretch. I get it, but I'm like, but that was a the, good, just like bonding experience. I, well, that's so essentially not- what I wrote is this just a bonding experience for them. It is. I mean, that's the whole point, but the there, that's when they're hiking the cliffs of Draylor, which mm-hmm. that's what they can't fly. Well, that's like the issue with the, uh, the altitude and stuff. So yeah. they can't, I think they maybe could, but it's just like no telling if they would make it that high or not. So yeah. I guess that kind of, I, but look, I had to look at a map because I'm like, I'm, getting confused now we, we jump from poor emil to erasia to cliffs of draylor within like eight sentences so i'm like i need to look at a map and the map this is the my one issue with my kindle is that it's not easy for me to just like flip back to the beginning yeah there is a map in the kindle but like i can't really zoom in it and it's really blurry so i had to look one up online and the map that i looked at online made it seem like Arasha literally is the border between Poramil and Navarre. Like that's it's right there. The mm-hmm. cliffs of Draylor literally are that border. So they're it's still a part of Arasha, I guess technically. But at first I'm like, what the heck? Aren't there like I, I was thinking about the wards, and then I remembered there are no wards mm-hmm. in Arasha. So then I was like, okay, that's never mind. But I guess that's probably the issue they had with flying. If they can't even like make that flight, that was probably part of the issue with them coming to Erasia, which then yeah. just brings me back to how the frick frack did they do it? And if he makes this like mysterious comment about how they might not make it, but then they never address the fact that anyone dies, they must've all made it. So what's the point of even saying that? <laughs> like, it's true. I don't know what to tell you. If I wrote it, I'd apologize. But I don't know. Yeah. Also, though, there is one thing. I want to points for Ellie. I want to boost your theory. Now that you've said that you think Taryn is part, if not the part of the Empyrean, um, there's one little mention of Andarna here. Mm-hmm. And Violet says that Andarna was more than a three-hour flight from her and Taryn training with the elders mm-hmm. but he she doesn't say she's training with the Empyrean she just says the elders I think mm. the elders are probably part of the Empyrean but they're not all of them and we don't know mm-hmm. if Taryn is considered an elder also or not I mean he's I think old enough to be considered one probably he's one of the oldest dragons no I think she says aren't you an elder and he says like I'm too young for that or something like I'm middle aged oh, or something you know like that you're right that is part mm. of it I forgot about that but regardless but still. that doesn't um thanks so anyways the, word, the, the way it was worded though felt intentional yeah me, on how like 
if we find out later on that Taryn is actually part of the Empyrean, we could look back and say, see, like... There won't be holes, yeah. Yes, to me. So just wanted to yeah. boost your theory a little bit there. But um, we learned that no one dies when they try to bond a griffin. They just have to make that, like, really high jump. And if they don't land on their back, they land in the water and they get embarrassed and join a different part of so, the yes. thing. When I first read this, I was like, boo, boo, boo. But how uh, Marin, so uh, I think maybe it's important to know also, Violet is talking with Marin, who's Kat's best friend. And they're actually getting along, which I liked that dynamic because Well, because Violet, Kat's just being nasty to Violet. Violet is doing her very, very best to not be nasty back. And for Mm -hmm. the most part, she's not. I am very proud of Violet with how all her interactions with Kat because she's, Oh, has a lot more self-control than I would in those For situations. Sure. So Marin says, oh yeah, you know, we just swim back. And Sloan and Violet kind of look at each other like, you don't die? Like, okay. Yeah. And Marin's like, before you look at me like that, she's like, Beskyth is the weird one. Why are you yeah. killing your cadets on conscription day? And Violet lets that really sink in. And I think that's going to allude to a lot more later on with, why are we yeah. killing people? Which is what 100%. I said in the beginning. Wouldn't yep. you rather just have bad flat bad riders that are still alive rather than only elite riders, but they're very, very few? Um, Personally. So I agree with the first half of what you said, but I just I, I understand the thought process of not having any bad flyers. I mean, the saying you're only as weak as your or strong as your link. weakest link. Yeah. Like if you have a bad flyer, they might get other people killed. So it's true, but it's, I do understand me, that. It's such a numbers game, this war. That, like, they're why are we killing off so over, many? They're just thinking quality over I know. quantity. I and was raised I quantity over process. quality. The cheap Chinese food <laughs> buffet was the place to go. So I'm not used to this. We want the goods. We don't want the cheap and easy. I understand. I, I, I hear what you're saying. But yeah. I do. Excuse me. I don't know why I keep burping today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um. The I do agree with what you said though about how Bazgaith is gonna come back and be the weird one. I think I think Zayden and Violet, if not actually, are gonna essentially become king and queen of the continent. <laughs> like Oh. I don't think not maybe not those titles exactly, but I do think like they're gonna issue they're gonna usher in the change. They're gonna have to overflow oh, this will probably come in some book. They're gonna have to overthrow the king because he's set in his ways. I think Eric will help them do that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, they're going to have to be, if not the leaders, on the assembly of the new leadership that's going to take over Navarre and open up their yeah. borders, everyone. Um, but they're going to adopt all these other, they're going to, I mean, they're slowly realizing how backwards what they know already is. And so they're going to have to, they're unlearning all of that yeah. to create a better continent and a more inclusive, like, place as a whole. So. Mm-hmm. I do agree. I think that is leaving breadcrumbs breadcrumbs for later on. Breadcrumbs. But <laughs> breadcrumbs. I do like though or Sloane, I like it doesn't it registers different for Violet than it does for Sloane because when um Marin says that and she's like you're killing your cadets, Sloane her first response was they're not cadets, they're candidates. You're only a cadet once you cross. Mm-hmm. Like essentially meaning like they don't mean anything until they cross. Yeah. And but then Violet's like, wait, but there's still people. Like that's like yeah. that gets her thought process going. And I yeah, just I thought I thought it was funny, just stark difference. But mm-hmm. 
Oh, but then everything that happens with Luella was so sad. I, and so like, misconstrued oh, by Kat. Uh, I don't I'm like not, it. I don't even, we're going to get into that in a second. But I just was like, I, this is probably, I, I know that, well, I know now, I didn't realize until Iron, we started reading Iron Flame that, um, Violet is supposed to have ED, EDAH, EDS. EDS, I think. I think it's EDS. Um, and that there's a, she's not just weak, like her body is more frail because of, uh. I think I think it's considered to be uh, like a chronic, well, not a chronic illness. Well, yes, a chronic illness. But I, I actually, I think I looked it up, and I want to say it's considered like an autoimmune issue too. Like that's just like the weak joints is just uh, one of the symptoms, and I think it's not everyone deals with it. Anyways, this scenario I think made me feel for Violet the most out of everything with that because like she she we know she's genuinely trying to save both of them it just happened to be the arm that luella was holding on to that dislocated and Mm -hmm. she did a really good job at writing the internal battle she felt like she she was trying but like one i can only imagine how much that hurts and two there's literally nothing she can do her arm is not functioning like her arm is out of its socket she can't lift her up at all and she can't have anyone grab her arm because it's out so, like, yeah. the only thing that would have possibly saved her is if Luella had been able to hold on long enough for her griffin to grab her. And yeah. the only reason the griffin grabbed Visia first is because Visia was in the way. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I'm just going to save everyone. Like, she was, yeah. or the the griffin was only trying to save Luella, and the only way to do that was to Well, get... not only that, Violet wasn't just someone that was like, move, Luella. Like, she well, was, yeah. she was trying to help her, and yeah. she was trying, but I think it's... I think it's just so important that we recognize Violet, she, Luella and Violet weren't just like random people crossing. She was actually trying to be kind and help her. Yeah. So it just makes exactly. it burn so much more when Kat's like, why did you kill her? And you saved like, your own writer, but not our flyer. Yeah. When literally everyone who saw what was happening. E- Even Marin said, yeah. Yeah. was like, no, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Kat, you need to like stop. But just freaking cat doesn't she doesn't even care she just wants ammo for violet so now she's making up stuff honestly like at this point i don't understand how the flyers aren't starting to get irritated with cat mm-hmm. because there are flyers that saw what happened and that were defending violet so it's not like only the writers were if, honestly if it was just writers i would get it like but there are flyers that are saying no that's not what happened so how are people not taking into a the other flyers i get it they're mad yeah. like and they've lost loved ones to these people and stuff i'm not i'm not saying that they don't have their own reasons to be irritated but mm. i don't understand how they're not mad at cat for just like it's very clear at this point that she's just perpetuating tension and yeah. i don't know i'm thinking like if i was a flyer i'd be like cat stop like i hate these people for a reason you're just making up reasons to hate them like that's stupid mm-hmm. i don't know no i would too but but then in the midst of that the wyverns <laughs> show up which it's perfect timing did not expect that honestly <laughs> like i they're just like and then because the, oh, the griffin was dying because luella died so sad but Very then sad. all of a sudden it's like and then gray claws grabbed him and snatched him off i'm like what what i was like at first i'm like why is taryn grabbing that's what griffin? i thought and then too. i'm like wait wait but taryn's not gray and then they're like wyvern 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 i was like oh no <laughs> 
I felt like I was being attacked by Wyvern. And I'm like, they're literally screwed. Like, they're they're stuck here. Yeah. But the way that Violet took them down, again, like you said earlier, she takes her, what she's not great at, mm-hmm. her weaknesses, and uses them as a strength. Yep. Shocks Somehow, the cloud. So- cloud shocks the rest of the Wyvern. They all go down. All four of them. Done easy. So. Just gone. Easy. <laughs> not easy. And but now. She did it. <laughs> now we're in chapter 45. Oh, yes. Take it away, Ellie. Um, so you had written that Kat's still driving oh, you yeah. insane. I think we all caught, caught wind of that. <laughs> yeah. And but, like, between posting... And then at this point, you, I don't know. I just would think that almost dying altogether would be a more bonding experience than anything else. Yeah. But that's not enough. Kat still has to stir the pot. And by showing up posts, at Zayden's room in a see-through robe. Oh my oh, goodness. That oh. was, but honestly, what got me more than that was the fact that she posted a list of all the flyers that Mira had killed mm, just to yes. stir the pot. Like, I don't know. I'm just ugh. She's not nice. Kibirish she's is, a mean Kibirish girl. 2.0. She's a mean, mean girl. She is. And we don't like that. No. Yeah. Um, so you wrote that you would have killed her. I think I would have too. I truly, I that would be the most offensive thing to me. Um, but after that, and Darna starts getting a little bit more aggressive. I really like this side of Indarna. I know we are, she's mm-hmm. just this little aggravated teen, but yes. Ter- Riddick calls her Taryn's miniature in yes. passing conversation. <laughs> and she freaking like, like nearly chomps his that, head off, yes. which it was so cute, but so scary too. I, loved I think it. I like it because she was just so nice in the beginning. But if you think about it, we, we're hearing her thoughts. So it's we're mm-hmm. getting like the comedic relief a little bit too. But if you think about her actions, that's exactly what any dragon would have done. Yeah. It's not just her being an adolescent. Yeah. Like, and so and I Violet's like, like no more hanging out with Sigale. Yeah. <laughs> she's rubbing <laughs> off on you. Exactly. And so I just like that she's also like. It, I mean, we know she's growing, but this is mm-hmm. also further proof that she's just turning into a right. more adult dragon. I love it. Then Sawyer asks Violet to teach him how to sign because he has caught the feels for Jacenia, and oh. everybody knows how to sign except for him. So Violet says, yeah, I got you. I um, and then in this chapter, the class that day, the teacher shows everybody about runes and how runes are essentially strands of magic pulled from their own power into an object and i loved the visual that rebecca wrote into this that you know how violet sees things in her mind of i have to close the door on taryn's power and i have to close the door to reach zayden things like that or open the door to reach zayden it's the same thing where you you see these things in your mind so you have to literally like string them together the runes and then you eventually will see them you know in real like in your mind in real life so everybody sees her doing this the teacher and they're like okay so she's freaking crazy but then she's able to i forget what she did like explode something i don't remember but do something very physical with the power that she embedded into Mm -hmm. the object yeah yeah and so we find out that runes are the great equalizer they were banned Mm -hmm. so that flyers couldn't level with riders and now that flyers do know about runes again they are they have a chance at being just as good as the writers without signets i don't love that well and i'm not gonna lie i was so confused by the runes i think i said this Mm -hmm. last episode but like i just didn't understand them it felt 
I don't Ooh. I don't know if it was me just being dumb and not mm-hmm. understanding or if it was the way it felt like so much unnecessary. I mean, I guess um nothing is unnecessary. I'm sure it'll come back at more even be more prominent at some point, but like I don't know. It just felt too much. It, yeah. it made me very confused. And truly, again, like, through the end of the book, I was confused. Like This, once again, pulls from Thrones, Throne of Glass, but I'll get to that. I just well, wrote maybe it down. I'll understand, maybe I'll understand Throne of Glass more. I think, I honestly, know. I understand this book more because I read that first. And so I'm like, oh, that that's just like that. That makes sense to me. But maybe if I didn't yeah. read that, this, this writing wouldn't have made as much sense. Anyways, um, so, but again, I, as a writer within this squad you keep saying writer like r-i-d-e-r but i keep thinking you're saying writer like an author (laughs) yeah no as a dragon writer myself in this book really didn't like that we're level to playing the field with the flyers because again they're lesser than so i don't want them to have runes and magic that match my signet ew they're they're not lesser than the griffins are lesser than dragons and they're all on the same team now so i think it was not to me never to me (laughs) <laughs> the only person who's not is Kat. Everyone else is on the same team. And I think they need to be equal moving forward if they're going to even be. I mean, at this, if they're not, then it's just dead weight keeping them around and there's no point. So they have to. Be, That's exactly what it is. And there is no point. I want them out. Personally, well, <laughs> could do better off without them. But that's I, just me. I like that. I think it's just foreshadowing for the inclusivity that Zayden and Violet are going to bring to the continent later on. I know, I know. And we're going to love this. Right now, it's the growing pains. It's the merging of Mercy West and Grace Sloan Hospital. I don't like it. I don't (laughs) want it. Oh my gosh, dude. That is so true. That's exactly what it is. But we end up loving Jackson and we end up loving all the people except for... But not um, at first. Yeah, but I... Towards the end, I can't even remember her name now because I started not liking her that much. The girl that Jackson April Kepner. Thank you. I I never loved her, and then she gets a little bit better, and then I started getting irritated with her again <laughs> towards the end. She's you she's know, cat. Okay, you want to know something? Actually, there's a book. I think it's called Delirium. She is the narrator for it in the audiobook. I, oh yeah. I I DNF'd it because I cannot stand her. <laughs> in Grey's and I could not listen to her anymore so I, I oh, listened poor... to like 90% of it and was just done I was just done that poor girl she played Epner, Epner. she played April Kepner so well that she screwed herself for any other she acting really jobs did. she really did okay also I don't know this is like so far removed for myself but it's the closest I get to Hollywood so I'm gonna say it okay I kind of kind of cool more small world than anything our realtor that helped us uh get our house her son-in-law is the actor that plays i think his name is matt in the, the firefighter that yeah. uh, april's is engaged no with he's at a no he's a paramedic well yep thank you same difference mm-hmm. um paramedic. firefighter and paramedic are all firefighters emts you're asking me like I know. I don't <laughs> well, know. Su- I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure most, if not I all, of them are also EMTs, when you which are that, paramedics. When you asked that, I felt like we were asking a crowd. So I was like, <laughs> "It's just me," it's just, and I'm just, I'm a, just girl. a girl. <laughs> I knew it. I the whole world hear me call exactly what you were gonna say. 
That's how well I know you. Okay. No, so that's I'm really pretty cool. sure all firefighters, if not if not all of them, most of them are also EMTs, and EMTs are the paramedics. So regardless, doesn't matter. Um, also, actor, I looked up EDS real quick, and it is a group of hereditary connective tissue disorders. So I think it's just a disorder, not autoimmune. I thought I thought I read somewhere that it's I could be wrong. Once again, everyone differently. I know nothing. Um, <laughs> now I'm looking up the firefighter thing. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, anyways, I just thought it was kind of cool. Because uh, I love Grey's Anatomy. So now anytime I watch that, I'm like, oh, hey, I don't know him. I've never met him. Actually, that's not true. I met him once. At you did? Some Very briefly. And I fangirled way too hard for someone who had a really small role Ooh. on that show. I, but in my mind, I'm like. It wasn't that met. small. It was pretty big. He was multiple episodes, at least 10. Yeah, I know. But regardless, I'm just like. He's not Meredith Grey, and I was acting like he was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fair. But I'm like, but you've met them. So, yeah. by proxy, I've met them. <laughs> okay. And- Today, virtually every firefighter in the United States receives medical training as part of their normal training agenda. Many firefighters are classified classified as firefighter EMT or firefighter paramedic. We learned something today, friends. I think you learned something today. I was going to say, not I, Melissa, but... That's what I just said. Okay. <laughs> I have to toot my own horn, but... <laughs> We're jumping back into the book. Um, so now we're chapter 46. We find out finally that the dagger Violet was carrying had an unlocking rune in it. Zayden had told her. Duh. So when yes. she was in, what <laughs> is it called? Was, RSC? No, this, no, it wasn't RSC. It was when she was in the brig when Varish was straight up torturing her. And then, Mm-mm. oh no, you're right. Mm-mm. It was RSC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So they unlocked the door and we're just like, okay, so what? We're just going to let that slide. And they're like, and then, you know, people are like, um, those are answers that get, or questions that get answers, you dumb idiot. Idiot. This is is the reveal. This is the dumb idiot moment. (laughs) I am the dumb idiot. (laughs) Okay. Once more. (laughs) We find that out. Thank goodness I can sleep well at night again. Um, Zayden tells Violet about the stones that all of the children of Arisha carried. All these stones had runes in it that activate when the parents were killed by Dragonfire. The parents gave them gave the kids the stones in case they knew anything they were happened. Dying. No, they, they knew. knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and so I know that broke my heart. Oh my goodness! And, so, and that's where their relics come from. Exactly. Or so mar- the rune created the rebellion relics, which protects the marked kids from Melgren's sight. Zayden compared oh. the feeling to getting his signet, and because the rune required Dragonfire, somehow I feel like. Um, Melgren's dragon indirectly created their rebellion relics because of that. He did. Because yeah. uh, Coda is the one who burned them all. But they, I think that was, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember because I, you wrote this part of the outline. So I didn't actually reread this part. I don't mm-hmm. remember if it like addresses this at all or not. But I, I want to say that death by Dragonfire was like standard execution in mm-hmm. the bar for, for the being a quote unquote traitor. Mm-hmm. So I think they anticipated that happening, which is why they ruined the stones to be activated with Dragonfire. Mm-hmm. And th- so it is, it's ironic. Like that's Melgrin is the one who created the reason why he can't. I love the irony in it. Yeah. I love yeah. that. She wrote that in there. Good writing, Rebecca. We love there it. it is. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back. Back and better than ever. So when Violet goes to class that day, Devera says that they're all sick of the fighting between the riders yep. and the flyers. So, so they essentially get a purge day, six hours to yeah. fight whoever they want in the form of a challenge. No killing, no signets, 
no uh, little mind games that the the writer or the flyers have. Just hands, just fighting, just so hands, hands and feet. <laughs> fun little side note: um, my parents used to let us do this as kids. I don't know if this is good parenting. I think this is probably one of the better parenting decisions your parents have ever made. We we had, I forget what it was called, like free fight or something like that. Crazy fight. I don't know. But basically we could just absolutely pummel each other for 30 seconds and then get it out of our systems and be done. And I think it might've worked better. I think it might've worked better if you were all boys and not just one boy and two girls. But I like the concept. Um, don't know if I'm going to adopt it since I will I am not be adopting girl that household no. so far. But <laughs> I took some good hits. I, I I threw some good hits. That's did you all. all do ju- ju- did you all do taekwondo? Or no, it was just you? me. It was just me. Oh, so it was so a very unfair advantage. Wrecked. And you were the oldest. You probably wrecked Jenny and your brother. <laughs> I did. I did. They For they got seconds, rocked. They just yeah. Got- <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. It's terrible. Okay. So then we find out. Obviously, cat challenges Violet now. Yes. 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 But in in the same sentence where Devera is telling them, once you're done with this fight, then you have to absorb one drift of flyers into your squad. So that is the official meshing of the teams. No, 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 no. We need to talk about their fight because. No, we are talking about their fight. That happens before their fight. She says it. Please, Melissa. So then Kat challenges Violet, of course. And as they're going at it, Violet realizes Kat fights identically to herself. Because guess why? They were both trained by Zayden. They were both trained by Zayden. What a gnarly fun I got so jealous reading that. I I was Violet and I got jealous. That was I did too. I did too. It wasn't nice. It wasn't I felt icky and horrible and sad. Um so (laughs) Violet, as she's like taking a solid beating by Kat realizes, yeah, I was trained by Zayden, but I was also trained by Rhiannon. So pulls out all those moves and beats the ever-living garbage out of Kat, which was such a good feeling because Kat needed a good humbling. Well, and I like that while all this is happening, Violet is doing her best to, because Kat is ignoring the rules and still using her signet to... It make Violet's emotions more intense, but she's yeah. able to channel that into her physical fighting and not skip a beat, which loved that. Loved mm-hmm. it. Violet yeah. is just so much smarter than Kat. Kat is the scum of the earth. And I hate her. I don't know. I'm still laughing about just the imagery of like <laughs> me just rocking my siblings. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm crying. <laughs> so funny. Okay. <laughs> so then- I wish I was a fly on the wall. I know. I wish I could relive and see that too. But anyways. So Kat keeps taunting Violet in the midst of getting beaten. Um, but she's hitting her I in like the weak emotional spots, making her more jealous than ever and angry. Talking about Zayden, yeah. personal things between them. It's very uncomfortable to read. Can't mm-hmm. imagine being in the moment of that. Kat uses her talk- mind work. Yeah, go ahead. Well, keep. I don't want to jump the okay. gun here, but can we talk about the finger comment i did i wasn't gonna mention that go ahead we can't you can i can't i'm uncomfortable go ahead i think i would shrivel up and die if i'm physically fighting my boyf's ex-girly girl and 
she makes a comment about a sexual thing. Don't take off your headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it in your microphone. <laughs> Some sexual thing that he does that she probably loves. And she it ruins that for me. I, oh man, I don't even want to know what I would do. I'd cry, no, I'd, first off. I'd, just, I'd cry later. I would just cry on the ground. I would I would think I'd get so mad in the moment. And then mm-hmm. the second, whatever's done, I'd cry. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't do it. Well, I would be with, so insecure moving forward yeah. at that point that everything I like was from someone else. Yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't it would, do it. I, it messed me up. So mixed with that and the mind work that Kat's using to heighten Violet's emotions, Violet yeah. nearly kills her. She has her hands around Kat's I throat. Wish she did. She's she's this close and to me i'm like cat why wouldn't you stop exactly do you want to die whatever though you you see where this is going right i know maybe so stop (laughs) maybe maybe don't so violet recognizes this in herself she's just so unhinged she throws down the mind bond to zayden i need your help which i just almost i almost cried during that like to know know yourself so deeply that like the only person that can get me out of this person I love the most. I know. So she feels him wrap his arms around her and yank oh. her off of uh cat and takes her to an empty hall room. I love this. Yeah. Right I now, love it. Goose- and goosebumps for the entirety of the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Which is chapter 48. Zayden takes Violet into an empty hall and checks on her. He forces her to sit in this massive chair, a.k.a. the throne. We find that out in a few few more paragraphs. Um, And he wants her to talk to him. She's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Except she has massive, like, damaged pride. She's super insecure, as we all would be. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, but no. Um, (laughs) Zayden tells her that he will always choose her. And as he's saying that, he starts to undress her. And she's like, no, 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 we can't. This is essentially a public room. And Zayden was like, it's my house. These are all my rooms. And line of the year, would you like to take it away? My house, my chair, my woman. Ah! Weak. Weak, Weak in the, in the knees. knees. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the, again, this is a perfect instance of two things. One, women who write men for women and two things that I would probably not love in real life but absolutely eat up in books yeah like I think if someone said my woman if my husband called me his woman I'd be like who are you but if Zayden Ryerson called me his woman don't do the zaddy thing zaddy no (laughs) okay you said it first I had to. Okay. I actually wasn't going to say it until you brought it up. I just felt it in my bones. I felt it coming. Okay. So in the middle of this like very passionate moment between them, he tangles, quote, tangles into her mind and she can hear his thoughts. Oh my God. I love this part. I I love what he was saying. I loved that she got that perspective from him, but what to heck? How, how are you doing that? Okay. Let's be real. I know I've said a lot of other theories, uh-huh. Theory number 45, maybe this go. is her next signet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. Well, I feel like everyone talks so much. I-, I haven't heard any theories about this being her other signet. Maybe for good reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But I don't know. I I'm. I feel like if I say enough theories, one of them will be right. And then I can look back and be like, I called it. Even yeah. though I'm not like tying myself to any. Except even though... It might sound different based on how excited I got in our last episode over something that I explained so poorly. 
but I would like to I would like to invoke um a skip forward 30 seconds I will take only 30 seconds to say my piece ready and yes, go <laughs> we know how he has two segments in the end we know that and how that still does like, not yeah. that still does not justify what just happened she can't be reading his mind so this has to be her like he wouldn't exactly. he couldn't give that what's happening know, well but one his second signet his intrinsic abilities he can't read minds he can only read intentions he i know doesn't, he, doesn't he can't know exactly share what the you're th- exactly so and i was he, like he dude, can't what? share that so what act- you're and right. this isn't part and of he the didn't bond know what, well and he didn't even know that she was able to do that yeah he didn't know that was happening yeah until afterwards so okay. that had so to be it. her that's it. Resume. That's all we're saying. Resume. Um, so the thing, though, is that, like, we all just moved on from that. She said, what just happened? But then he's across the room, like, no, 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 I'm not worthy of you. And, like, I love you so much. That all goes on. That's fine. But we never we never address what just happened. And that bugs me. Here I am, the dumb idiot again. Like, what, are we just going to skip past it? I know it'll be addressed. Well, I trust you, Rebecca. I if Because it's not addressed is one of the reasons why I feel like it is a strong contender as strong yeah. as my other 47 theories 47. for what her yes um second signet could be because mm-hmm. she's we know this for a fact in an interview she has addressed we've talked about this too she has addressed that violet will have a second signet in the same way that zayden does but for mm-hmm. different reasons except we don't know what it is except she did say it's already been mentioned it's not going to be something that comes out of left field it's Ma'am, been alluded you to you can't Ma'am, you can't mention that Zayden has a second signet yet. Fast forward. I'm invoking. Oh fast no! Forward. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know what to do. Should we? No. Should we write that out or just? Keep I'm going? assuming everyone has already read read the book. And okay. truthfully, truthfully, in my opinion, that is not the wildest thing that happens at the end. That is okay. almost like there's so much other stuff that happens. I that to me was the biggest twist for for me that was it okay the, i keep just, going for me it was not there's a lot of other things that happened that i did not that one was more expected of because they kind of talk about it in fourth week i guess but then i guess the reasoning why anyways the reasoning why threw me for a loop okay so zayden no. reassures her that she violet is the one he wants she's the first and only woman he's ever loved love that Zayden tells Violet that Kat's able to mess with her so much because Violet wasn't wearing the daggers that he gave her from last year because they had runes to defend from that gift. So Violet and I realized that Zayden was already planning to have her so entwined in his life from so early on that she would need that kind of protection, which tears. That was so cute. Not actual tears. I didn't cry, but. I know. I really liked that. It was really sweet. But, but, but if I'm going to just be annoying, he thought he that right there the intention of forethought is proven with that yet he still didn't talk about her which kind well, we of know he has, me think too much about it he has some communication issues we know I that know, but i just wish they didn't Anyways. i know okay so chapter 49 everyone violet squad absorbs cat's drift because they're the two strongest which we could Obviously. have seen that coming but i still hate it so they're together forever now <laughs> throw up they might as well be married <laughs> yeah cat's relentless and still tries to make digs at violet we still hate Which, her still don't even I understand know. how that could possibly she literally almost killed you you and have to give I her like, like a little bit of props though because she took such a massive beating and lost so hard and is losing in every way and yet is so relentless you gotta give <laughs> her a little trying. like okay <laughs> yeah. you do you 
Um, a little Dane redemption. So we, I love this. Violet needs help yeah. with, she doesn't say what yet. And he's just like, yeah, okay. Without hesitation. So I know. Thanks, that Dane. Sweet. That's nice. Honestly, I've said it. I'm not a Dane hater. I, he's mm-hmm. not, I will be so bummed if he is the real enemies <laughs> to lovers. I really don't see that happening. I don't think so. But I would hate that except, but I don't, I don't hate him. But he we don't is hate like, him. Me, yeah. He He's is a good friend. like a fairly likable character for me at this point. Yeah, same here. I was just going to say it. Um, so with that being said, Violet and Dane start to decipher Warwick's journal again, but together this time because he has a pretty good knowledge on like the old language. Um, realizing, though, that some of the translations she originally had were wrong. So that's probably why the words were not working yet. That's Violet straight up. The words yeah. were not working. <laughs> You got me there. Violet straight up <laughs> asked Dane about his deceit and if he read her memories every time he touched her in the past year. And his responses seemed so genuine to me and I was absolutely sold. He didn't know about his dad or the Venom. Yeah. Um, and Violet says to him, like, I don't hate you. And I just love redemptions. And once again, no, I don't bring even, to you don't. No. the Tamlin redemption no. needs to be had. Except uh, the difference is Tamlin. What what the reason? Like I love the Dame Redem- Dame the Dane Redemption. I love that he g- was so genuine. Like he made mistakes, but he's owned up to them for the most part, mm-hmm. and he sees the light. And now he's on. He's a good on the good side. Mm-hmm. Tamlin really lost it for me during the High Lords meeting. When he Ooh, yeah, was that was so verbally rough. accosting Feyre in front of everyone, and because I mean we I I've said this too before he's not the real enemy obviously we like love to hate him but like he's really just a boy who was in love with a girl who was insecure about their relationship and did made all the wrong choices like at the end of the day he's not he didn't. It, it was just he didn't him. misunderstand. It was his bad intention. Like he was well, but not but good. Like, yeah, he just he doesn't know how to read a room. That's really right. like his biggest fault. And but this was very calculated. Him doing that was very calculated. He knew exactly what he was doing at that point. And I get it. He's coming from a place of hurt. But that right there showed that he's not the bigger person. That he's a little baby tampon, and he doesn't deserve a redemption anymore because of that. Dane so never true. did that. Well, I won't say true. Dane, ah, well, it is. I convinced you for a second. Your first response is your heart's answer. It's my and- heart's, my heart's <laughs> cry, my cry for help. Now, now you're on my team, team Eris Redemption, not Team Tamlin Redemption. I want both. There you go. Okay, okay. No, so they realize that they need to imbue the Wardstone. Um, Violet says, like, okay, we're gonna come down here every day to imbue, and I'll get Zayden to come down here too, and whoever else I can. So didn't they figure say that though, out? Like normally it takes forever to imbue even just like a small stone Mm -hmm. but somehow they were able to imbue this massive rock in like three days (laughs) it's not it was more than three days but it wasn't i couldn't have been more than two weeks though right it it was some short amount of time again we let it slide now chapter 50 (laughs) final um violet is working on her aiming with the lightning Felix, her trainer, holds the orb from her, and she's finally able to trickle some lightning to it since it attracts energy. So there's finally some hope that she can aim and control it. And I'm tired of acting like there's not. I was about to say, but are we really surprised that she can't? No, but it's taken so long to just... 
I feel I like the real slow burn in this story is her signet. Honestly. And <laughs> now she's going to get romance. a second one. We haven't even gotten there. Anyways. She can't even handle her first yet. No. So Violet goes about daily life after her training with Felix, but she sees Heaton, Bodie, and Garrick talking about, or talking, and Heaton is injured. Uh, Heaton tells Violet that Venon took Pavis, the city, and the wing leader Nira died along with her dragon. You could may, might as well just speak gibberish to me. I know none of these cities and none of these people, who, but that's amazing. Who is, this, who is this person? What is this place? And why does it matter if they're dead? <laughs> so Violet, but this is why it matters. All your, all your questions will be answered right here. Violet realizes that the Venon essentially skipped over the city before Pavis and hundreds of other miles in order to get closer to Erasia because they're coming for them. And that's where we leave wah, off this week. That, I, it didn't really, I wasn't, that had to have happened at some point. Are we, we're not surprised. I mean, we're the words surprised. still aren't up, but we're not, I mean, the Wyvern was potentially already in Erasia because of them getting to the Cliffs of Drailer. Like, I realize that's not, that's like on the border though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what to say. I, I don't, I, I, I wasn't it, surprised by that. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I really wasn't that surprised by that, but maybe that's on me. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm next. This next episode, man. There's a lot to unpack. So much to unpack. We're it's gonna have so to heavy. do really a really really good job at not getting off on tangents because otherwise it's gonna be eight hours long. <laughs> if I'm just talking, it's gonna be eight hours long. So I'm gonna need you to help me. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Well, we'll fifty fifty it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was episode, I almost said episode five, part five, episode 20. Um, Don't forget, excuse me, man, I don't know what it is today. Don't forget to like, subscribe again. If you haven't, if you have, do it again. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Can you do it twice? Unfollow, refollow. Just kidding. Don't do that. Um, I hope everyone has a great week. Next week will be our final part of Iron Flame. And then we're going to be jumping into Throne of Glass, which everyone voted for between throne of glass divine rivals and caraval which we can do one more vote because there are two ways you can start throne of glass you can start with the prequel assassin's blade or you can start with book one throne of glass i personally started with throne of glass but i've heard if you want okay so this is actually maybe we can just decide amongst ourselves (laughs) if you want a better plot start with throne of glass if you want a better romance Start with Assassin's Ooh. Blade. Now, but I'm going to tell you something. Throne of Glass. The what next one. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking up at my books, but I can't see them. The next one and possibly the next one are the three most boring in the series. And Assassin's Blade is where it picks up. So if you start with Assassin's Blade, I think you're you going like to it more. You're going to like it and then be kind of bummed that like, oh, it's slowing down. I was you got to earn it. In my opinion, I, I was talking to my cousins. Um, I have uh, three adult female cousins that we all, all are all within like four years of each other, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. more. But and all of they've all read Throne of Glass already. Actually, two of them have. One of them hasn't. And I was talking with them, and they have very. One of them is like you have to read Assassin's Blade first for like you said, it, like it makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. The other one is like you absolutely cannot because it ruins the plot. It like ruin you. It, you're not gonna be like <gasps> when things happen, and it's gonna it's a mistake. 
to do no, that. No, I'd argue the opposite. I think you would be more <gasps> if you read Assassin's Blade first, but it didn't kill me knowing what happens when I Wait, when I read I Throne of the... when I read I if you, you read Throne of Glass Assassin's... if you no if you read Throne of Glass first you won't have a mic drop with Assassin's Blade you'll know what's go- what's happening going in if you read Assassin's I Blade first if you read Assassin's Blade oh. first you'll you won't know what's happening going in you'll have more of a shock factor moment but it Maybe didn't kill me Assassin's... okay you know what might I be the way. I... I decided I am going to read. Okay, because I, I know I've said this. Because do it the opposite of me. Yet. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say, you read it one way, so I want to read it the And then we'll join so notes. That, yes. Okay. Aha. I love it. Um, also, next episode has not been confirmed yet, but I really want to get my, or well, our, mostly mine, but friend Taylor on <gasps> that episode. Yeah! Because she has so, she's the theory queen. And she yes. has so many good theories after reading Iron Flame about what is going to happen. And I, she, I won't do it justice if I'm talking about them. If she just gives me her theories, I want her to explain them. So yes. TBD, I'm not sure if she's going to be able yes, to yes, yes. make our recording or not. But you all will be very lucky to hear her thoughts if if she is. So she might. Awesome. We might have a fun special guest next episode. Maybe, maybe. TBD again. But... Um, Love it. Yeah. Hope again. Yeah. Hope everyone just has a great week, and I hope it is relaxing. And I'm speaking that over myself. And we will see you next time. Not me. I'll be fine. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.